faces today. For those of you that are here, thank you for making it out. For those of you that are home joining us, um, we're glad that you're a part of this service as well. So today, we're going to be talking about wisdom, something that I have a lot of, and that's evident by the white hairs on my beard, because I don't have them on my head very much. Just kidding. Um, So here are some words of wisdom, and I want you to tell me, are these Biblical words of wisdom, or these from somebody else. First one says, dreams are ever evolving. Therefore, the dream you had at the beginning can very well be different than the one you have at the end. Anybody know, is that biblical or is that just somebody else? Non-biblical? That is correct. How about this one? Be very careful about what you think. Your thoughts run your life. Anybody? What's that? Possibly biblical? (laughs) Good one, Vonda. (laughs) You could be right or you could be wrong. She is right. Well, no, you're actually you're not because you said possibly. I'm kidding. You're right. It's Proverbs 4.23. Be very careful about what you think. Your thoughts run your life. How about this one? Happiness cannot be traveled to, owned, earned, worn, or consumed. Happiness is the spiritual experience of living every minute with love, grace, and gratitude. Anybody? Mike says no. Who thinks that is non-biblical? Who thinks that is biblical? It is non-biblical. It's Dennis Waitley. And then the last one, and I think all of you will get this one. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, hint, hint, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Biblical, that's right. That is James 1.5. So this morning, we're going to wrap up our series, Walk This Way. And in week one, we talked about um, fixing our eyes on Jesus. Uh, and if we, want to live, if we want to walk in his faithfulness, we need to focus or fix our eyes on Jesus. Uh, we, we have to overlook the storms, the troubles, the trials uh, of this world and keep our eyes focused on him. We talked about Peter, who... Uh, When he saw Jesus walking on the water, he decided, hey, I want to go out there too. And when he kept his eyes on Jesus, he walked on water. But as soon as he let the storm around him take his attention away, his focus away, his eyes being fixed on Jesus, he began to sink and the storm around him uh, began to overtake him. And that happens with us a lot of times in life when we take our eyes off of Jesus. Number two, uh, or in week two, we talked about the generous heart of Jesus. Uh, If we want to walk in faithfulness, we have to be generous like Jesus. He healed the sick. He touched the untouchable. He raised the dead. 
He loved the unlovable. He cared for the widow. He defended the children. He fed the hungry. And he gave his life for all of mankind. And Jesus wants us to have a generous heart too. If we want to walk in his faithfulness, if we want to walk this way, we too have to have a generous heart. Our key verse for this series has been Psalm 26.3, which says, For your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in your faithfulness. So God's steadfast love is right there. It's right there for us to grasp. It's right there for us to see. If we want to walk in this faithfulness, we have to see that love. We have to keep our eyes fixed on him. We have to have a generous heart. And today, we're going to be talking about walking in the wisdom of the Lord. Let's pray. God, again, I thank you for this day. And I thank you for this opportunity that we have to come together to worship, to fellowship, to give, to serve, and to grow in our relationship with you. God, I pray for every single person that's in this room or every single person that's listening online. Lord, I pray that our ears would be open and our hearts would be open to hear, to receive whatever it is that you want to say to each and every one of us. God, I pray that not one person will walk out of this room the same way they walked in. Whatever situations are happening in our life, God, I pray that we would be able to lay those down right now and just open our hearts to hear your word. God, as we talk about wisdom today, if there's anybody here that has maybe some big decisions to make in their life, some choices that, they need, to be, that need to be made, God, I pray that your wisdom would be sought after, Lord, and that you would give freely and abundantly. So God, we give this time to you. We thank you again. In Jesus' name, amen. So listen to this story and see if you can find the wisdom in it. It says, Nadia spent the whole autumn sowing and preparing his garden. In the spring, the flowers opened and Nadia noticed a few dandelions that he had not planted. Nadia pulled them up but the seeds had already spread and others grew. He tried to find a poison that would kill only dandelions. An expert told him that any poison would end up killing all of the other flowers too. In despair, Nadia sought help from another gardener. It's just like marriage, said the gardener. Along with the good things, there are always a few inconveniences. What should I do then, Nadia said. Nothing. They may not be the flowers you intended to have, but they are still part of the garden. So that's some pretty good wisdom on marriage, isn't it? If you think about it, if you thought really deep about that, things may not always be what you expected, right? But they are part of the journey. Living with your spouse... The journey that you're on, it's not always everything you intended, but it is part of that story, that journey. Earlier this spring, the side of my house, the north side of my house, um, was covered in those 
white dandelion heads. You know what I'm talking about. Everybody's got them, right? And my neighbor, just on the other side of the fence, has an immaculate yard. I mean, it's like, it's perfect. It looks like a golf course. He's retired. He has nothing better to do. He has like four lawnmowers. He mows different lawnmowers for different parts of the yard. It's pretty meticulous. <laughs> and so uh, I realized, wow, my dandelion heads have gotten to be like this tall on that side of the house because it's just a little narrow part that's close to his, his fence line. And so I decided to go over there with a the weed eater and take care of that. And as I'm weed eating, I'm watching these spores just constantly go to his yard. And at any moment, I'm waiting for him to come tap on my shoulder and be like, what are you doing? Right? Those seeds were, sh were going over to his side of the yard. And sometimes um, in this, this story that we just read, you know, there's, there's times where we cultivate our garden or we try to make everything look perfect and right and, and beautiful and immaculate. And yet there's things that will creep in. Maybe it's your neighbor's fault. Or maybe it's just going to happen regardless. The wind, whatever. But when we seek wisdom from God, which was what we're going to be talking about today, um, he can help us figure out those situations. Like how do we maybe not get rid of those things, but make right decisions for the future. Our key verses for today are found in Proverbs 2, uh, 1 through 11. It says this. My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright he is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of the saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity, every good path. For wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you. So verses one through five are basically telling us to listen, right? To seek, to call out for, and receive these coming words from this passage, right? These words that are, you're about to read. Um, it says, you will find the knowledge of God and you will understand the fear of the Lord. So do we do this with other scripture? Are there times in your life where you've been reading God's word and you didn't fully understand what it was that you were reading? Or maybe how does this apply to me? Or maybe you, a, a circumstance in life happens and you're just like, God, I don't understand why that happened. Or a big choice that you have to make and you're struggling, what do I do? Do I say yes? Do I say no? Do I go left? Do I go right? Do I go forward? Do I go backwards? There's things in, in, in life that sometimes don't seem fair, Right? A circumstance that comes along that really had nothing to do with, with you making a wrong decision or a wrong choice, but it didn't seem fair. If we've ever been confused 
by something in God's word or we didn't understand what God was up to, we need to call out to him and listen and seek understanding. We need to ask him for wisdom. Just like those first few verses were saying, if you don't understand, I want you to listen really carefully, first of all, but understand that knowledge and wisdom are going to come. But pay attention to what I'm about to say. If you remember earlier, uh, I asked if the words were wisdom from, uh, were wisdom were biblical or not, uh, and I gave the one example of James 1.5, which again says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. So if you're seeking wisdom, ask God to give it to you, right? I mean, that's what, the, that's what it says. If you've ever had a hard decision to make, maybe it was concerning a job or a, or a relationship. Um, maybe you just needed some guidance and some wisdom on what to do. All of us have had uh, those circumstances in our life. Maybe you sought counsel from uh, a peer, a friend, a mentor, a pastor, a friend, a sibling, a parent. And those things are all fine. But remember to ask God as well. Or actually first for the wisdom and the understanding in making that hard decision. Because it says that he's going to give it to you liberally and without reproach. When I first met Stacy, um, I fell in love fast. And I was like, this, this has got to be the one. It has to be. But there was also a lot of fear. I had a couple of gut-wrenching breakups in the past. And I was afraid. I was afraid, okay, this girl's awesome. She's beautiful. She's wonderful. She's fun. She's funny. I can talk to her. But God, I need some wisdom. Because I don't want to make the wrong decision. I don't want to get hurt again, <laughs> but I also don't want to hurt her. So what do I do? And so I prayed, and I said, God, help. Give me some wisdom. Give me some insight. Give me some knowledge as to what needs to happen next. Do I move forward? Do I not? And I'm happy to say that he gave liberally and without reproach. And in like a month, we'll celebrate 19 years of marriage. And so, thank you. Um, now, I don't know if she prayed that same prayer. <laughs> I hope she did. Because she said yes. So there's that, right? I mean, I've got that going for me at least. But, um, but when we need wisdom from God, when we have a circumstance, no matter how silly we may think it is sometimes, not that that's a silly one, but... There are times where, you know, maybe it's just a little decision or something that you need to make and you're just, you just don't know what to do next. How many of you have ever had more than one offer for a job come up? Anybody? You got to make a decision, right? Ask God. Ask God for the wisdom as to what to do. It's not silly. He wants to give. Right now, our church is... Uh, is seeking wisdom from God for our future. 
our pastoral search committee team, uh, they, uh, they had to seek wisdom from God as they looked at multiple resumes and videos to see who our next lead pastor might be. Our admin board is seeking wisdom on our finances and what we need to do next about that. Our elders are praying and seeking wisdom on the direction of our church. And each and every one of us should be praying and seeking wisdom from God as we go through this journey together. If you call this place your home, you're part of this family. And so we need to be seeking wisdom from God together. God, what's next? What's this next journey you're going to take us on? What's this next adventure that you have planned for us? Here's the good news. As we continue to read in this passage, we see that God wants to give us the wisdom that we're searching for. Proverbs 2, 6 through 11 says, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity every good path. For wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you. So again, the Lord gives wisdom. He speaks knowledge and understanding. He stores up wisdom for the upright. He shields us from making wrong decisions if we walk in integrity. And he guards the paths we take as we seek him. You see, God wants to give us the wisdom, but there's also stuff that we have to do. We need to walk in integrity. We need to live upright. So how do we do that? We walk in his way. We keep our eyes fixed on him. We live generously. We seek his wisdom. We pray daily. We read our Bibles. We do all those things, right? We fellowship. We share the love of God with the world. Psalm 111.10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. So the way we get to finding wisdom is in asking, but also in having a healthy reverence or fear for the Lord. If we're looking for answers, find that fear, that reverence of God, and then ask him to help you. Help you to gain that wisdom as you do your best to be a faithful servant to him. This whole walk this way theme, right? We find it easier to walk in his ways and being faithful when we keep our eyes fixed on him, we're generous and we seek the wisdom of the Lord. And when we do all these things, God's word says this. Verses 9 through 11. Then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity every good path. For wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you. So 
if we live a life that is upright and we walk in integrity and we call ourselves saints because we're living our life for the Lord, it says we will understand righteousness and justice and equity. So what is righteousness to you guys? Jeremy, what's righteousness? Okay, so understanding Scripture, understanding the guidelines, the things that God has laid out before us in Scripture. Okay, anybody else? Righteousness? I'm sorry? Blamelessness? Okay. So, if we understand righteousness, we understand God's Word. If we understand righteousness, we, we understand what it's like to be blameless. We understand what it's like to live a life that is pleasing to him. Right? Righteous? To live in right standing with God? That's righteousness, right? And then the next one is justice. What is justice? We all want justice, right? We want to be treated fairly. Mercy? What else? What does justice mean to you? Something that only God can provide fully. Okay. What's that? Get what you deserve. Okay. Consequences. Okay. Restoration. Accountability. Those are all good answers. So when we begin to get wisdom and understanding from the Lord, we understand these things, righteousness, justice, and then finally equity. We all want to be treated fairly, right? We want to be treated with equalness amongst the people around us. How many of you have ever been the the low man on the totem pole at your job and you were not treated fairly. Anybody? Sure. How many of you ever got picked on at school and weren't treated like somebody else who maybe, I, I, and I'm not trying to cast whatever characterizations, but maybe the athlete who got an A on his biology test so he could play football the next week and you know he didn't pass that test. And you studied and you failed. Bad example, but it happens. We all want to be treated fairly. We all want to be treated with equity. But the thing is, if we are going to walk in his knowledge and in his wisdom, we have to understand that we have to treat others with equity as well. You see, God looks at all of us as his children. He loves us all, right? He loves all of mankind. He died for all of mankind. It's the things that we do outside of his will that he doesn't care, care for, right? Those are the things that grieve his heart, the things that we do outside of his will. But he still loves us. When I 
am not in right standing with God, that's on me. God still loves me. He's still right there. He's still going to treat me as his child. It's up to me to get back in right standing with him. So we too need to do the same with others around us. Treat them with equity. Wisdom will come into our hearts and knowledge will fill our souls. Discretion or making wise decisions will watch over us and understanding will guard our hearts. Here's a few other verses that um, I hope will help you and me on our journey as we seek wisdom and making good decisions for living a life of faith. Proverbs 3.13 says, Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. When we find wisdom and we find understanding, be blessed because God gave that to you liberally and without reproach. Proverbs 16.16 says, How much better to get wisdom than gold? Gold sounds pretty good right now in this economy, doesn't it? I filled up my car yesterday and three gas cans for my mowers and it was a hundred bucks. I was like, ouch. But wisdom is better than gold. To get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. And then James 3.17, but the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. See, seeking book wisdom, book knowledge, nothing wrong with that. But it's not the wisdom from God. It's whatever I can cram into my brain to make me smarter than you. Right? You watch these trivia shows like Jeopardy, and you get people on there that know everything. I would die on Jeopardy. I would get zero points, zero dollars, and go away walking the walk of shame. But you know what? That wisdom, that knowledge really doesn't matter that much other than it'll give you lots of money. But wisdom is better than gold. You see, the wisdom from above is, is pure. It's peaceable. It's gentle. It's open to reason. It's full of mercy and good fruits. And it's impartial and it's sincere. See, the Bible is full of scriptures that talk about wisdom that come from God. And I encourage you this week to just start looking. There's tons of scripture, especially in Proverbs and in Psalms, but it's, it's all over the place. Words of wisdom, scriptures on wisdom that I hope will inspire you. Going back to our key verse for this series, Psalm 26.3. And I hope you guys see the value in this verse. For your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in your faithfulness. Again, his love is right before our eyes. And it should be our goal to walk in his faithfulness. So how do we do that? Again, the, the last three weeks we've been talking. Number one, we fix our eyes on Jesus. 
Keep your eyes focused on him. Because he is the one that will guide you and direct you and lead you in the right path. Number two, we have to have a generous heart. Give like Jesus gave. He gave to everybody. He loved the unlovable, touched the untouchable, healed the sick, talked to those that he probably wasn't supposed to talk to. He ate dinner with sinners. And he gave his life for us. So we too should have a generous heart and give all that we have for him. And then again, number three, we walk in the wisdom of the Lord. It's my prayer today, it's my hope today that as we focused on walking in wisdom, that if you're here today and you need to make a hard decision, a hard choice, maybe something big is coming up at work, in your finances, in your life, relationships, whatever it may be, and you need direction from God. I pray that you will seek the wisdom of the Lord. I also want to remind you guys that we need to be praying daily for, um, for our church, for each other. As we seek wisdom from God concerning this community. We need his wisdom as we, move, as we begin to move forward or continue to move forward. Next week, June 5th, Kevin talked about this earlier. We have a big decision to make as a family. A few weeks ago, Neil Cheshire and his family were here and uh, he spoke to our, our community and the search committee did a great job of figuring that out and then our elders and our admin board uh, met and were in agreement that we wanted to invite them to be our pastor and he accepted and now the choice or the decision really is all up to us as a, as a body, as a family. And so I want you to be praying this week for God's wisdom. And then when you come next week, confidently make your vote based on what you feel God is leading you to do. Let's pray. God, again, we've come before you and we thank you for this day. God, I thank you for your wisdom. Lord, I thank you for putting people in my life that have wisdom from above. Thank you for my dad who, as a kid and even as an adult, um, he's someone I can turn to and ask questions and get counsel. I thank you for others in my life, Lord, who have walked beside me and mentored me and helped me make good decisions. God, I pray that 
you would give me the wisdom that I need from above to make right decisions for my life, for my family, to help in making decisions for this community. And God, right now I pray for everybody in this room, especially for those, God, that maybe they have something that's happening in their life right now, that they need wisdom and knowledge. God, I pray that they would look to your word and they would look to you as they seek the answers that they need. And God, that you would give liberally and without reproach, that you would bless them with your wisdom that is pure and peaceable, full of mercy and fruitful. God, that they could be confident in the decisions that they make because they know that the knowledge and the wisdom is from you. And then finally, God, I pray for this church community. Lord, I thank you for keeping your hand upon this place for all these years. God, we've had ups, we've had downs. But through it all, Lord, you have been faithful. God, I thank you for the, the different lead pastors that we've had in this place. From Gene to Michael to Pastor Bill. Lord, you had them here for a reason and for a season. We thank you for the wisdom that you gave to them and that they imparted into us. And God, now as we begin a new chapter, a new journey in this community, God, I pray that once again, you would help us to find a leader, a pastor who will impart wisdom from above that he'll get from you. God, help us this week as we seek your face, as we seek your knowledge, your understanding, and your wisdom. Lord, that each and every one of us would come in confidently next week that we've heard from you and that we would make the right decision together as a family on our new pastor. We love you. We thank you for this day again. And I uh, just pray that you would bless every single person as they walk out of these doors today. I pray that they would be light wherever they go and that your Holy Spirit would shine brightly in each and every one of them. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you guys. I know tomorrow is a, a holiday, Memorial Day. I pray that in the midst of your fellowship with family and friends and barbecues and all that stuff, that you would remember those that have given their ultimate sacrifice for our freedoms, to remember those that have fallen, that have served, um, and that it's not just a day to, to party, but it's a day to remember. Remember those that gave it all so we can have the freedom to come and to worship in a place like this together. So I pray that you guys go in peace, have a great week, and we'll see you guys next Sunday. Thank you.